Hello, welcome to the Connect Marketing Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about do you need a website? (laughs) It's a bit of a funny question because I do help people build websites. I really enjoy building them. Uh, Like everything, I really enjoy it best when it's being kept simple. As soon as websites start getting complicated, I usually need to get help from other people. Um, But in terms of just building a simple website, I love it. I do love my website. But the thing is, I actually generated $10,000 of income at least, like revenue, in my business before I had a website. When I first had a website, I had like the free version of WordPress, um, which is not really advisable. Like knowing what I know now, I would say don't do that. But knowing what I know now, I would say just don't bother with a website for ages. So I know it sounds daft because it's part of what I offer as a business, but I really love helping people get into online business. I've been doing this for six years now and I'm so super grateful. I'm at a point where I'm really seated in my business and I'm really happy having an online business and I just love the potential. I just love it that anybody who wanted to is currently, if you're over 30, you're currently already sitting on enough knowledge and life experience to start running a business, sharing your experience with other people. I mean, even if you're in your 20s, if you've spent, you know, five years working on a skill set, like you're an amazing artist or, you know, you really know how to do audio recording or anything, any, whatever you've been doing for the last five years, you are qualified now to teach everybody who's at the beginning. And I just love that about online business. Uh, at this point, I think a lot of businesses have been forced to look at the online option that might have been just being online before. I mean, face-to-face before. And I think in some ways that's positive for some people. I know a lot of people don't really like tech. And so that's another reason that, you know, I don't think you need a website. But mostly I want to speak today about, you know, do you really need a website? And also what's the bare absolute minimum that you need to deliver services as an online business? I had a friend who came to me and her and her business partner said they didn't want to be on Facebook and they don't want to be on Instagram. I know that they're basically bush fairies and they don't really want to spend heaps of time on the computer or be very involved with technology at all if they can help it. So when she told me that she was going to build a website, I was like, whoa, red flag. You know, like even though I do make websites, um, you might think that I would encourage her to do a website, but I just don't think it's always the case that that's the the next best step to get a website. I feel like it's a bit of a big leap. So my friend's running a business called Talking Stick Technology and it's a beautiful offering. These guys are sharing with couples to help them assist, you know, with communication and relationship issues. So they are currently making money in their business face-to-face, but it's very early days for them and they had currently just been serving clients face-to-face. You know, moving online for them would have been a really big step in itself, let alone building a website as well. So because I have that experience of being able to, um, you know, create an offer, sell my services and make money in my business without a website, I really want to help as many people as possible just get doing that, like just get sharing your service and don't worry about extra stuff. 
Um, I, I think it's a good business decision to have a website. I just think you want to time it right because there is a bare absolute minimum that you can get by on to serve clients online and receive payments and, you know, actually do the business without getting caught up in big online projects. So a couple of those tools are the first one is Acuity. I mean, it doesn't have to be Acuity. There's lots of other businesses that run this like Calendly. I don't know. There's a lot of them. And so I'm, I actually don't use Acuity. I use um, a plugin on my website. So, you know, that's later. Initially, I think you can definitely use Acuity. And if you don't pay for anything else, because of some of the other tools I know you can get away with for free, I would recommend using the paid version of Acuity because uh, it lets you synchronize it with your calendar. So if you have other appointments, like you've got kids, which, you know, most of us have other stuff going on in our life. Like we're a parent or we're a carer. We have a medical um, condition or invisible medical condition that stops us from being able to just be nine to five Sally. And that's the appeal of the business is that we can fit it around other things. But if that's the case, then you're going to need the flexibility of being able to synchronize Acuity up with your Google Calendar. Also, Acuity's paid version will let you receive payments and issue an invoice. So at this point, when you're in early days, it does a whole lot of things for you. It's going to let people choose a time that suits them, suits you without you having to go back and forth in 10 emails. It's going to let you take money when they book. It's going to send them an invoice. You can also have an intake form in Acuity. So if you've got questions that you like people to answer in preparation for the session, they can do all of that inside Acuity. It's I'm pretty into it. Um, what you will need is you'll need a way to take money if you're going to get this paid version and take money. So I recommend PayPal or Stripe. Obviously, there are a lot of other methods. I'm just familiar with these. So if you follow these steps and then you have questions and you come to me, I can definitely help you because I have a, you know some experience with PayPal and Stripe. So that's the only real reason that I recommend them. In terms of like running an online business and wanting to reduce costs because, you know, PayPal's going to take fees, Stripe's going to take fees, which one's cheaper, la, la, la. Just know I have found it basically impossible and I have tried. I've had clients where we've really tried to hack, you know, hack together, cobble together systems to try to avoid paying fees. If you are selling services and products online, you are going to have to pay somewhere for that privilege. You're going to have to pay PayPal or Stripe or someone. So if you sort of skip the and get the free version of Acuity, you're going to still need to invoice and you're still going to need payment systems and it's going to get complicated. So what's nice about Acuity for beginners is it's all in that one software. It's all in there. And there's a lot of how-to videos around Acuity on YouTube or stuff that I've made um, that can help you get Acuity set up. And also the wizard, the setup wizard in Acuity is really good in my experience. I've set it up a few times. I'm like, whoa, the wizard is really thorough. So um, I actually have a lot of other resources about Acuity. I have multiple other blogs and quite a few YouTube videos. So I recommend if you're ready, this is the first step, right? Acuity is the first step. Actually, you know, an ABN is the first step, a business bank account 
is the next step and then setting up your PayPal or Stripe. But if you've sorted, hopefully you've sorted that <laughs> and then come and Acuity is your next step. Um, yeah, go for it. Um, you can create all different kinds of sessions. So you might have a one hour session, a 15 minute free session, a 90 minute session, all different kinds of sessions. And the beautiful thing about the paid version is you can also do packages. So you might have a six session package or you can set up classes and workshops and all kinds of fun stuff. I love it. Um, the other thing you'll need for sharing services in an online business is Zoom. Now, you don't really need the paid version of Zoom, but if you want to do meetings with more than one-to-one, -one, then you're going to need the paid version. So um, this is what I recommended for my friend. I actually recommended for her to get the paid version because herself, she doesn't live with her business partner, so they'd be those two, and then they would need to meet with couples either living together or separated. So they're talking about group calls. If you're not having group calls, you can totally get away with the free plan. Um, I love recommending just like getting away with as much as possible for free as you can <laughs> before you pay. So see how you go with the free version of Zoom. If you're bumping into it that it, you're going to need to upgrade, then go ahead and upgrade. And then the other thing I would say is one social media platform. So for my friend, I recommended Instagram because I just find Facebook a bit noisy but the main things you need to think about when you're deciding which social media account is are your people there where are your people can you show up there with a loving energy and can you create content there like do you understand how that platform works and what kinds of content are available to you and are you willing to create those kinds of content so I suggested Instagram for this friend but um it's up to you. I would suggest choose between Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. And the reason I suggest this if you're not going to have a website is that you can create content there. Creating content is really important for letting people get to know you before they work with you. And you can share a link to your booking, to your Acuity booking. So that is the reason. So on Facebook, there's a couple of options for where you can put it in the button or as your website. On Instagram, you put it in your link in bio as your website. And on LinkedIn, you can also include it as your website. So that's what you're going to use. You're going to use your Acuity as your website link. And you're going to use social media as the place where you share content. Um, I would say LinkedIn is for people who are corporate and want to build up a side hustle so they can leave their corporate job. Facebook is for, who is it for? I don't really like Facebook. I'm a big fan of Instagram. Um, it's very difficult to actually connect with your audience on a Facebook business page without paying for ads. So I would definitely say Instagram is a bit easier for getting going. But certain demographics aren't there. Like generally older women and men aren't on Instagram. It's sort of a bit of a younger platform. And then, you know, you're going to need to know how often you want to post and what should you post Um I would say, if we're talking bare absolute minimum, that one post a week is fine. It's just so that if people come, like I say to my friend, oh, you have to check out Talking Stick, and then someone goes and say, oh, they're on Instagram, and then you go to Instagram and have a look at Talking Stick, and then they haven't posted ever, or they haven't posted for four months, you're going to think, are they even in business now? So one post a week just lets people know, yep, we're still busy, we're still in action. Um, you know, 
you don't have to be posting every day. Don't worry about that. If you really want to minimize the time you spend on social media, one a week's fine. And in terms of when do you need a website, I'd say, look, if you've made $10,000, you could think about it. But really, I mean, when you have some cash flow surplus, that's a decent time. Um, you know, other uses for your cash flow surplus, however, could be paying for a particular software for the year. Um, so, you know, you could pay for Zoom for a year or Acuity for the year, and then you don't have to be paying that in a month by month basis. You might use a cash flow surplus to work with a graphic designer to figure out your branding, or it might be good to use a cash flow surplus to get some really good quality photos for your, um, social media and for your other content and I would probably do all of those things before you even get to a website because um, if you come to a website builder and you don't have good images and your branding sorted it just makes it a bit harder to look really good if you want your gorgeous website website to be quite gorgeous it like the ones I've created that are the most beautiful, the people had gone to see a graphic designer first and they came to me. They've got really good quality professional images and they've got all their branding sorted. So I can put all that on the website and it makes it look amazing. So um, that's kind of the order that I recommend you set things up. Let's do that one more time. I would say get your ABN. That should be free. If anyone is asking you for money for your ABN, they're screwing you over. Number two, create a bank account that you're just going to use where all the revenue is going to go into for your business and you're going to pay yourself into your own separate account out of that business account. You're going to pay all the business expenses from there. It doesn't have to be a business account. Don't go to the bank and get a business account. Just set up the cheapest bank account that you can with the lowest fees and that's mentally for you, that's your business account. Third step is set up I recommend PayPal, right? And um, it's just easy to use and I have lots of tutorials about it. But Stripe, you can get by and do a lot on Stripe as well. So one of those. And then Acuity, then Zoom. And then once you've got some cash flow, yeah, pay for a year of some particular software that you've been paying month by month. Work with a graphic designer to get your branding sorted and get some beautiful photos taken of your business and then think about a website it's a big project I mean and the one thing I would say about finding someone to work with on your website is just make sure the relationship is good because it's quite like having a baby like it's quite a big project and anyone can build you a website but not anyone can kind of go through the vortex with you so make sure you feel good with that person you know you can work on a big project together and when things get a bit gnarly a bit sticky because they will you know that you can go through that process with that person and still come out smiling because you feel good with them I hope that was helpful I need a drink now. That was a lot of talking. I hope you're having a really beautiful day and I hope this helps you. Um, If you have any questions that come up from listening to this, please do let me know. I would love to hear your questions and it will help me to make a new video or podcast or blog, which I would love. And... Oh, yeah. If you like, you could follow this podcast or if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with me, I would really recommend jumping on the newsletter because social media is probably not going to show you my content. I mean, let's get real. (laughs) 
you can try and follow me on social media. But yeah, if you really want to stay in touch, jump on the newsletter. You can just go to the website and you'll see in the navigation there's an option to join the newsletter. And then I can squeeze in and say hello to you every week or so, usually about once a week. All right, lots of love. See you soon. Bye.